Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Time to turn to a mystery horror flick that stars, well, he's one of the hottest names in Hollywood. Uh, He's a name that is well known to many people in Australia, Mr Joel Edgerton. How does he transition to the world of horror, Alex First? Not badly at all. He is the glue that binds this together. He's a very, very fine actor, as you have already alluded to. The title, It Comes at Night. What does that mean, Chris? What could it mean? Nothing in good. Horror? No, nothing good. Because nothing good have what, what, is, what, what time of the night before something good can come? In this one, nothing good happens any time during the day or night. So it's kind of a misnomer. A great deal remains unanswered. It's a low-budget claustrophobic mystery horror. And there's a filmmaker by the name of Trey Edward Schultz. He had a breakout debut with a movie called Krishna, and he's followed that up with this psychological thriller, centred on this teenage boy called Travis, played by Kelvin Harrison Jr., as he grapples with mounting terrors, both external and internal, in the aftermath of an unnamed cataclysm. He is secure within a desolate home with his vigilant, protective and heavily armed parents, one played by Joel Edgerton, the other by Carmen Ajogo. Travis is but 17 years of age and he deals with fear, grief and paranoia amid the scarce resources that he and his folks have. And he does so as a desperate young couple, played by Christopher Abbott and Riley Keough, seek refuge in his family home with their young child. Now, despite the intentions of both families, panic and mistrust boil over as the horrors of the outside world creep ever closer. The mood for this one is set from the outset. An elderly man is being comforted on his deathbed before being carried to a gravesite in the forest in a wheelbarrow, no less. Thank God. (laughs) In a wheelbarrow. Well, you know, he can't get there on his own. So, you know, <laughs> this is the backwards. All right, okay. Grab nearest thing, grab yeah. a wheelbarrow. So, so, so nothing, yeah, again, nothing good's going to come out of a corpse being carried in a wheelbarrow. Yeah, well, I'm not even saying he's a corpse at that point. Oh, okay. Movie. I want to go for a walk. Well, no, I want to go for a ride. It's you a know? Monty Python thing, isn't it? Bring it out is. your dead. All right, dead, yeah. I'm not taking this seriously enough. I'm feeling better. <laughs> This is a horror mystery. Oh, sorry. Okay. Right. I'll put my horror face back on. Thank you. Yes. Edgerton's portrayal as the family patriarch. Well, that employs a kind of tough love that that frequently erupts into caustic aggression. And his character illuminates a crisis of power, masculinity and fatherhood that echoes Schultz's own examination, self-examination, in the wake of his own father's death. So... This one, It Comes at Night, is rooted in nightmares, both literal and figurative. It's awash with dream references. It shifts from reality to phantasm. 
the story unravels as a waking nightmare from the 17-year-old kid's perspective. And he tries to process the combined terrors of this plague, because that's what it is, an overprotective father, his own unpredictable mindset, and the destabilising presence of this new family that changes the dynamics of his carefully organised home. And it's about him navigating the chaos that surrounds him. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. The production design is worthy of note. Karen Murphy, who did Moulin Rouge and The Great Gatsby in a similar capacity, is responsible. Quite insular. A Texan-born cinematographer called Drew Daniels, he pulls focus, and Brian McComber, he takes charge of the score. And, of course, music is so important when it comes to horror. No, isn't it? Mm. Well, it takes a while to establish what's going down here, but the gravity of the situation, that's never in doubt. This is a life-and-death struggle. No one can be trusted. I thought Edgerton was terrific. His tense performance was very, very solid. Ultimately, though, I wanted and needed more, not from him but from the movie itself. More whys and wherefores should have been answered to give the overall product greater substance and meaning. I thought the plot not only had holes in it but it remained underdeveloped. I would have liked to have learnt more about the characters so I could more readily empathise with their predicament. And that required more backstories and interaction between them. In the end, I couldn't help thinking, for all of its promise, It Comes at Night was a little too laboured. So some people are going to enjoy it more, I dare say, than I did. I needed more explanations. So it's it's sort of one of those movies. Running time's good, 92 minutes. It, it's kind of betwixt and between. So I reckon about a 6 out of 10 okay. for It Comes at Night. Interesting. It's, it's only got a cast of 10, Alex, a, small, mm. a very small cast. And with that, you, you would imagine it would have been easier to give a few more of those details because there's not a lot of characters you need to build on. Well, yeah, except that it, it's been written in such a way that it holds back and you've got to make a lot of presumptions. And sometimes those movies work better than others. And some of my fellow reviewers, Chris, sort of said, oh, yeah, that works like it is. And I said, no. No, I, OK, I'll give you one element of implausibility. How is it genetically, if you are a white person like Joel Edgerton is and you are married to a black person, as Joel Edgerton's character is to Carmen Ajogo, how can the offspring, 17-year-old Travis, be blacker than your mother? Um, I don't um, think that's possible. I, I don't know. I'm not a stud. I'm not a geneticist. I can't even say the word. <laughs> No, no. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that to me was was a problem. So I'm not saying that you should whiten up a black actor, but it just didn't wasn't plausible. Just a questionable casting point. I'll, I'll get on to Gregor Mendel. I'll get the Ouija board out and see if he can tell us anything. Thank you kindly. So watch it for yourself and, yeah, see whether you think I'm right or whether you liked it more than I did. It comes at night. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. 
Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.